0: And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three dollars at Harrys.com/bluewire. That's Harrys.com/bluewire for a three-dollar trial set.
1: What these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been, and will always be about
0: buckets. Just attack the basket.
1: What's good my people welcome in the buckets action networks daily NBA betting podcast. We're in the workshop Thursday edition of NBA playoff buckets. I'm here with Jay Money is money, you know the man, and my guy BA Brandon Anderson. We have our best bets for you on this Thursday NBA slate. You know the deal. We jump right into it. We give out our plays, we give the cap We get you guys out of here to enjoy the rest of your day. Jay Money, what are you looking at for this Thursday NBA slate? I'll
2: take Warriors in the first quarter,
1: minus two and a half. Brandon Anderson, what are you looking at?
3: I'm going props heavy. I'm going to go James Harden under, fade the beard, under 19 and a half points. And I'm going to play a couple Draymond-related props in the Warriors game. Give me Steph Curry over three and a half turnovers. Give me Andrew Wiggins over six and a half rebounds.
1: All right. J Money, talk to me. Talk to me about the Warriors. They're going back home. They're down 0-2. Draymond Green will not be in attendance. He is suspended for stomping on Sabonis' chest. Call it a stomp. Call it whatever you want. He won't be there. It's going to be impactful, especially on the defensive end. Why do you like Warriors first quarter here?
2: Yeah, we know the Warriors play their best basketball at the house. This is a bounce back spot. This is a backs against the wall spot here. And I want to get in and get out as well. Obviously, the the lineups will be a little crazy. They don't really have a backup center, but I know uh, everything that Steph is talking about, they have to come out and have a much better lead in this one. I think they will. Home crowd uh, with them as well. And for a lot of those young guys on the Kings, this will be their first role playoff game as well. You get a little bit of complacency in there. Obviously, they're up 2 0. So uh, give me Warriors here to get this one started off right. I expect them to be up by at least five points. At the end of the first quarter, uh, like I say, this is a bounce back J spot. This is something that I will take basically a hundred times out of a hundred and live with the results. Give me Warriors in the first quarter minus two and a half. Ba, any thoughts on this? This is
1: a, a really interesting series. I mean, the the I've never seen a home crowd like I saw Sacramento in Game One, especially in Game Two, affect the game. The refing, everything about that atmosphere was was insane in Game Two. How do you feel about that? Uh, the Warriors first quarter play.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's the Warriors' angle here. Is it first half? Is it first quarter? Last year, I made a killing doing the Warriors' third quarter, the Take Me Home Warriors' third quarter. That actually has not been as strong this year. They're still good at home, but they're only ninth in that rating third quarter. Last year, they were, like, first with a bullet. And the Kings on the road are actually third in that rating in the third quarter. So I'm going to caution you against my my old Take Me Home third quarter bet. I want to ask you guys about the the stat that I'm sure all three of us know that listeners are going to hear a lot of this one. Teams down 0-2 coming home for Game Three in the first half. We all know it. I'm getting head nods already. Those teams since 2007, 79-47 and nine against the spread in the first half. That's the Warriors here. We're gonna have a bunch of games that are like that. 63% cover rate. However, only 15-15 and two ATS since 2018. So, Jay, that's kind of the angle you're at here. You're just taking only the first quarter. Do we think that books have sniffed us out and this trend is no more? What do you think, Jay?
2: Yeah, they've definitely sniffed it out. They definitely have thrown a few extra points on it. Um, It's something that I don't take on every single game, but in this particular spot, um, I can't, I can't say because the first half of this game, so the full game spread is minus five and a half. The first half is sitting at minus four. So there you go right there. It should be minus three. They're 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 adding an extra point, but I'll tell you, I'll say a lot of times, depending on which teams, it doesn't even matter, I man. I know it's, it's one point and they're adding extra value to it, but if it's going to cash, it's still going to cash in that one. But in this particular situation with, with, obviously with Draymond Mullen being out, I just want to focus in on the first quarter, the first 12 minutes. Um, if they can come out and cover the first quarter in game two in Sacramento, I definitely think they can do it here game three at the house with their backs against the wall. So I still trust the first quarter, even though they're adding an extra half point onto it.
1: I think the first half is interesting too, because it's going to depend on how Jordan Poole plays. He can't play any worse <laughs> than he did in Sacramento. We, we know the we know the mantra, especially with him going back home. I believe he's going to play better. He has to, He's he's going to have to, do something, make some type of impact because he's completely clueless on defense. We kind of knew that coming in. We, that's not why he's on the floor. He's out there to to produce offense. And um, I think he'll be able to get going and, and have a better chance to impact the game at home. All right. Brandon Anderson on the prop market. He's got three plays for us. James Harden. Talk to me about why you're fading the beard.
3: I mean, you got to fade the beard right now, right? And he just doesn't look right out there. He doesn't look healthy. We saw that late-season Achilles injury that he picked up, and it just doesn't seem like he's been quite the same since then. I played this game, too, and, man, he did not show up at all. He had eight points in game two. He's not getting the two-pointers. He's just not scoring twos right now. He's not even had a single free-throw attempt in the playoffs. No free-throws either game right now. James Harden, no free-throws. How did we get here? I don't know. I like it. I don't <laughs> want to watch James Harden shoot free-throws, but it's pretty wild. So when you look at so James Harden's prop is 19 and a half points. Dude is literally getting like one two pointer and no free throws a game right now. So 19 and a half points, even if you give him, let's say, four points on twos and free throws, which is more than he's had both games so far, he's gotta hit six threes to go over that prop number. He's just not doing that right now. He's he had 23 in game one. I think it kind of masked things, but that was seven threes. That's all but two of the points on that one. So if he hits the threes, we're going to get sunk. He's going to take them. But last nine games now, counting these two playoff games and then back to the regular season, he's at 14.4 points a game. And that is not in low minutes. That's 37 minutes. He is hitting 2.8 twos per game during that stretch on 38%. This this guy just it can't happen anymore. And the way Brooklyn is defending him too, is basically saying, yeah, we noticed that. Go ahead, James. Let's let's see you take it to us. Let's see you beat us that way. And I think it's just not happening. I'll take the under 19 and a half. If you've got it out there, I'll take the alternate under also 14 and a half at plus 280. I played the alt on Tuesday, and we got that one sweat-free as well. So I just think James Harden, to me, is the, the, the only takeaway from that series. I don't need to watch any more Brooklyn, Philly we all know where that's headed, but James Harden playing this way tells me a lot more about Philadelphia's future than I think Philadelphia fans want to admit to themselves.
1: I think what's interesting is since the rule changes, Harden doesn't believe he's ever going to get a whistle. So he's like, he's just a bandit going, trying to get to the line. Mm. I think that's a big, big part of that. Cause I've watched him and it's just, he doesn't, he doesn't know what a file is anymore. So he's just, where he just climbed back into he's kind of went to a a recluse when going to the basket and he's and his legs aren't there he's not a good he's not um as good at finishing as he was previously in his career in his younger days but I think that's a big factor mentally he's like I'm not gonna get to the line anyway so I'm not finishing like I used to so I'm not going down there at all so uh, that's an interesting play I like that talk to me about uh Steph going back home
3: yeah, so I'm trying to figure out, okay, what's the angle here with no Draymond? What's the props play? Because obviously, I know look, Draymond scores what? Like six points a game in this series. So it's it's easy to just be like, oh, well, the stats will all just be the same, right? Draymond doesn't do anything anyways in the box score. Eh, watch the game. Draymond does everything with the team. Everything is different with no Draymond out there. So what changes? Number one change, Steph is going to have the ball a lot. Steph already had the ball a lot. But we saw late in game two, they got that Steph Draymond pick and roll just shredding Sacramento, right? Right up until the stomp, the ejection, all that, the Warriors are scoring at will, just getting in the bucket, easy bucket after easy bucket, because the Kings are blitzing, they're trying to get the ball out of his hands. Davion Mitchell, great game in game two, pressuring Steph. They needed Draymond as that pick and roll outlet to be able to get that pressure off. Uh Uh-oh, no Draymond. Now it's gonna happen. We don't have a lot of ball handling left on this team. Clay, I don't need clay dribbling as much as I've seen him in this game. Late game one, I thought Clay had way too much dribbling, Try to do a little too much. He's gonna to have to. Dante DiVincenzo maybe gets a little bit more. I think it's just gonna to have to be a lot of stuff. We don't have a lot of options left here. So over three and a half turnovers. He's had five turnovers both games in the series. Davion Mitchell, he's really pressuring him. Making him even, even just to get the ball past half court, Davion is making him work for it. I think they're doing that on purpose, trying to tire him down. They're going to blitz Curry, try to get the ball out of his hands, and we know sometimes for some players that would mean no turnovers or no assists because you're just a non-factor. For Steph, he'll do the kind of over the head pass or behind the back, or you know, we've seen it. We we all know what Steph does with these passes. So uh, this season, 32 plus minutes. Steph had at least four turnovers in 25 out of 54 games. So 57% hit rate, average 3.7 per game. And only twice before this game has Steph played without Draymond this year. He had six turnovers in each of those games as well. So it's a tiny sample, but it makes sense. When Draymond is not out there to take some of the handling pressure, and he really runs point a lot for this team, Steph is going to have to have the ball a lot. And they're really pressuring him.
1: Jay Money, Draymond averaged eight assists all year. Number one for the number one facilitator for the Golden State Warriors. Second second best with Steph at four. How do you feel about that and what B.A. said? Because all season long, also, the Kings have played better defense on the road than at home. At home, they try to just run you off the floor and just score more points than you. at uh, On the road, defensively, they lock in a little more. And they've looked sensational on ball defense to start this series.
2: Yeah, well, one thing that you can't really put on paper is Draymond is their best screen setter as well. He sets a lot of screens to get those uh, shooters open for Klay Thompson and Steph Curry on the perimeter. But um, they still have Jermichael Green that can come off the bench in this one. I don't know. I'm getting worried about the Warriors, to be honest with you. This is a lot, uh, They're going up against a lot younger team who is somewhat kind of like a better version of the Warriors now, right? So um, they're, the Sacramento Kings' best defense is their offense. They're making those guys work on the perimeter, and it's kind of tiring them, tiring them out throughout the game, um, but in this particular situation, I mean, if you're smart, if you're Steve Kerr, you tell the guys drive to the rim every single time. Sabonis is not the best rim protector whatsoever. Ever since he's hurt his hand, um, I've kind of been I've kind of been um, looking towards teams to just go right at Sabonis every single time. So I think that's the path to success for the Warriors. You gotta drive into the paint, stop selling for so many uh, outside shots. But we know the Warriors at the house with their home crowd behind them. Um, this is probably gonna be their type of game. They're probably gonna get a few more calls, and this one is. As well so I still think there's a path to success but you have to limit the outside jumpers especially because no Draymond is out there and you have to drive to the paint more but yeah Jordan Poole is definitely going to have to have a better game we know that he kind of injured his ankle maybe that kind of start to uh, set in on him there but maybe they try to start to or somebody um, like this like that but drive to the paint drive Ed Sabonis every time and we know he's not 100% as well.
0: Pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely when you shave with Harry's get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at Harry's.com slash blue wire. That's Harry's.com slash blue wire for a $3 trial set.
1: You heard it. Jay called them the, the baby, the Kings are the, the new age baby. <laughs> warriors. Yeah. I, and I know who also looks really young is Harrison Barnes. He looks very fresh, <laughs> springy. He looks very good. All right. B.A. Talk to me about uh Maple Jordan Wiggins.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that kind of ties to what Jay is saying. I agree. Sabonis is not protecting the rim well on the one end. Kevon Looney is really just been in a nightmare on the other end. If the Warriors had any other options, RIP James Wiseman, like you would be turning to them right now. This is not a Kevon Looney series. I know he held his own against Sabonis one-on-one defensively in game one, but also late in the game. I thought he really cost them. The Kings are turning up the energy and running it even harder second half. And Looney just got run right off the court a couple of times. They just ran, beat him down the court, got a layup, got some bonus for a layup Fox got to the basket and Looney doesn't have the foot speed here. And we're seeing foot speed everywhere in Sacramento. So that means that he's playing drop and Fox is killing him. Can that jumper, or if Looney gets a step halfway out, Fox just goes right by him for the layup. So I kind of like the Fox points over. He's obviously been scoring, but I'm looking to see. okay, Draymond can't play a lot of minutes. Well, Draymond can't play any minutes. <laughs> Looney, I don't think is going to play a lot of minutes. And if he does play more, he might just get in foul trouble anyway. Somebody's going to have to play big for Golden State. I think Andrew Wiggins is basically the only other option here. I know Jay, you mentioned Jamichael Green, you mentioned Kaminga. Kaminga was minus 10 in four minutes. Like, I love, I hope he's better, better at home, role players. That makes sense. But I think Wiggins is just going to have to say, hey, welcome back, Maple Jordan. Can you play 48? How many of the 48 (laughs) can you go for us tonight? And we saw last year in the playoffs, his rebounds really took a big leap. That was kind of the thing. It's, as a longtime Wiggins hater, as a Timberwolves fan, to see him wake up one day in the playoffs and be like, hey, you know, I'm pretty athletic. What if I just rebound all the time? What if I do that? That'd be pretty valuable for my team. He did. He went from four and a half rebounds a game regular season last year to seven and a half in the playoffs. It's a huge jump. That's almost double rebounding. So we don't have enough data on it this year to know if that's happening. He did have 10 rebounds in the one game he played without Draymond this year. Again, small sample, but good start for us. But this last playoffs, 22 games, Wiggins had at least five boards, 20 of them. So pretty high floor. He's going to get them. He had at least eight boards in 10 out of the 22. So that's almost half of those. We only need seven. And it's basically priced even at minus 102 right now at FanDuel, our sponsor. I will probably be looking at a possible escalator here. Eight plus rebounds is a 160. 10 plus for the double double is plus 400. I think you're going to have to have that. You need Wiggins out there. You need him to get buckets, get rebounds. He got some offensive boards last year, got some easy buckets, easy points. Golden State, guys, they're, they're really up against it. I, I am very pessimistic on their chances in this game. Draymond is really good and really important. I don't mind that first quarter play you had, Jay, but I like it because you're getting out. I don't want any part of Golden State winning this game, winning this series. So let me transition because I told you guys before we hit record, talk me off the ledge here. Here's where where I'm at. I think that Mike Brown is running circles around Steve Kerr in this series. Draymond Green missing is huge. We're down 2-0 for the Warriors. They are getting run off the court. They look like the older team that they are. They look like the shallower team that they are uh Oh, is money line coming? Is, is B.A. VA money line Kings coming right now? Keep going, oh, B.A. Let me just let me just unload the options that I am considering here, and I am considering all the way down the menu. I'm about to hit you with Kings five and a half. Kings one ninety on the money line. Kings by eleven is plus eight fifty at FanDuel. Kings by twenty six or more is forty five to one. <laughs> Kings to win the series minus one sixty. Kings win the series minus two and a half. So Kings and five or sweep is plus 225 King sweep plus 900. I think every one of those numbers is wrong. I don't know why the Kings are even an underdog in this game when they've clearly been the better team. And now we just took away Draymond and I don't know how the Warriors are supposed to win four to five games against this team that they can't beat once right now. Look, I'm a Warriors Stan. I'm a shooty hoop stuff guy. I got my Kevin Durant Warriors shirt on. Talk me off the ledge, guys. How far do I need to go with this Kings thing here? And am I just overreacting? Or is am I right to be really worried and consider some of these?
2: Jay, uh, talk. I, I, hey, I don't... I don't think it's overreacting. I do think the Warriors can win one game. Like, this is the one, right? If you lose this one, obviously it's over. They might get swept. But um, I do think that the Warriors can, they have at least one of them in them. I'm not laying the five and a half full game. I must say, like, sometimes over the full course of the game, the better team can win. The Kings, they're playing like the better team. We can't forget. Mike Brown spent the last six seasons over there for Golden State. I think a lot of people kind of overshadowed that. He knows this team in and out as well. They have the younger, more hungry roster. A lot of people like to talk. Talk about experience, you could just say that they're starting to get old, right? Sometimes the younger, hunger team that's never been there just wants it more. They don't have a championship, they don't have a ring, they want that. So, I do think the Kings win this series. Um, but I, I can't say I'm a little hesitant to lay them minus 160 because I do think the Warriors probably steal game three and then, uh, then Kings that the game four is theirs. If they want the series, you have to go into Golden State and still uh, that one and then go to the house and finish them off. So, I would play out of those, I would play Kings series. He's minus 160, but um I think that's the best bet knowing. I don't see them going in here game three winning by like winning in a blowout though. I don't I don't necessarily see that even though Draymond is out. I think the Warriors still have a little sum up their sleeve. And I'm I'm afraid of the Kings on the road in their first road game here. I think they, they might take a punch and might not be able to necessarily punch back in this one here. So wouldn't be a bit surprised to see the Warriors win this one in a close one. I'm not laying the five and a half, but I'll just take the first quarter um, and live with the results in this one. But I do think the Kings are definitely win this series. Yeah, we talked about it coming in,
1: Jay. The the two and a half is the is the the spot play. It's it's they have to show up here to start the game. The the crowd is going to be there. We know that to play a little double advocate because I do like the Kings in the series. I thought coming in, the price of the Warriors minus two ninety was one of the worst prices I've ever I've ever seen hung on a series ever. It was just completely disrespectful. I couldn't believe it was essentially three to one. You had to lay to get Golden State to win the series, but two. To play devil's advocate, game one, the, the reason, because I, I, I bet the Warriors in game two, the reason I fell in that trap is because game one, I thought they were going to win. I'm watching the game. I'm like, oh, this is a warrior. The, the Warriors are going to go ahead and close this out. That's, it, it was, it was very, very tight coming down the stretch. They end up, Wiggins knocks down that jumper. We're we maybe having a completely different conversation, right? Then in game two which the warriors were getting completely outplayed the atmosphere was insane and they had the whistle against them with 4 minutes left it's a it's a one possession game so <laughs> going with, with all that going against them they the, the warriors were still right there they're now going home the no draymond is massive he essentially is the point guard he's the screener and let's talk about you know that, that he, he's that attitude on the on the floor as well like that's the one thing that you want to talk about jay talks about screens not being in the box score that and then just that attitude and and, and bravado that he brings on the floor is going to be missing because i know this the kings aren't scared of these guys they they absolutely hmm. believe that they're better than them forget about being the the underdog here, we think we're better than you guys. We're the team in the bay, and like Jay, like Jay alluded to, I think we're the we're the up and coming young offensive team that kind of d- remember back in the day when you were people would play the Warriors and the they were just so deflating when they would go on these runs that it was just like people couldn't get back in the game because Steph was running around, Clay is running around, going crazy. It's kind of that similar feel on the offensive end. For the Kings. But like I said, all that with the with the atmosphere and light the beam, the crowd, it was still close in both games coming down <laughs> the stretch. Now they go back to San Francisco. So we will see. That's gonna do it for the Thursday edition of Buckets for Brandon Anderson for Jay Money. I am Sean Little to recap. Jay Warriors first quarter minus two and a half. Brandon Anderson, James Harden under 19 and a half points, Steph over three and a half turnovers. Wiggins over six and a half boards. We'll see you next time. Remember, get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.